Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on Acast. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. You should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. Guys, friend of the clean cast and super smeller. That's me. <laughs> Lizzie O'Leary is here today. <laughs> I bet you guys can guess what we're going to be talking about. It's February, our bathroom month. I've got a super smeller. Ugh. We're going to be talking about bathroom smells. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, Joel. Welcome back. Thank you. It's very nice to be here. It's great to have you. It smells I know. okay in here. I, <laughs> I of course, after learn, I like, I knew you were a super smeller, but I don't think I've ever really like spent a lot of time thinking about it. And as I was walking over here directly from the gym in my sweaty gym clothes, I was like, oh, poor super smeller. Lizzie is going to be locked in the studio with me and my dirty gym clothes. It it is kind of a nightmare, but it's the reason that I do things like text you, Julie. There's a smell in our closet. Yes. How do I deal with that? It all is sort of coming together now, right? Which is a text like there's got, a smell in the fridge. There's a smell. Yeah. Yeah. I got recently from Lizzie, and I just like shot back a few Amazon links. I was like, here's what you need. So no one fine. else can smell it. It's it's just me because right, you're a super smeller. Yeah. And my mother, who is also yeah. like this. Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm not a super smeller, but I'm pretty. I'm pretty far up there. Um, And so I do have sympathy um, for that. All right. So you guys, we were going to talk all about bathroom smells today. We actually um, crowdsourced questions on Twitter. We got some great questions. Great. Um, And I loved I loved doing that that way because actually the direction I would have gone if I had just pulled questions out of my big ask a clean person folder would have been very different from what we actually are answering have it ha- having had me throw it out to other people. Um, so we've got a bunch of questions. We're going to have short answers, but it's all going to be smell related. Before we get into it, I want to remind you guys that I offer bonus episodes and all sorts of other cool rewards to my premium subscribers. If you would like to help underwrite my show and listen to Chip Chat slash Tinder Talk, Tinder Talk has been very fun. I've got more Tinder Talk. I had a really good date last night uh, with a very young man. Very young. Uh, very, very young man. But... We already have date number two set up, so don't knock it till you try it. Uh, if you want to go listen to that by becoming an Ask a Clean Person, the podcast patron, go to patreon.com slash ask a clean person to help support my show. Uh, support helps so much, you guys. Thank you. Um, I've gotten a lot of new patrons lately, and it really does help. There's really some weird, um, it's not bad, just like some weird glitches with some advertisers. So my main show income is down a little, and I really do rely on that Patreon to like supplement the work that I do here for free that you get. Um, so even if you're not interested in listening to the bonus episodes, but you want to like tip me a buck or two every month just to say thanks for Ask a Clean Person, like that's great. And you can do that. And I really appreciate it. I would say marry someone who can't smell anything. It's a really good general rule. No, I feel like if you marry someone who can't smell, then they're creating smells all over the place. Well, yeah, well... 
But then you can fart. True. There's still noise. Not if you're silent but deadly. This is true. This is true. Uh, all right. We actually are not going to start off with farts. Okay. We, we actually are going to start off with uh, towels, which I'm very excited about. Because, one, we got a really good question. But also, it's like going to let me say something that it, I realized having written a, a recent column about uh, gym gear and having done the recent couple of episodes about gym gear with John Januzzi when I was, you know, as I do screaming about fabric softener, I realized that it has been ages since I've talked to you guys about the proper technique for laundering your towels. I'm overdue, so I'm going to get to do that. Lizzie, I'm going to have you read this first question um, from, who was it from? Sorry, my, my script just like went. Nuts. Went away. This is we're also like this is just like a weird day. I feel like everything's going wrong. Things might go wrong in this episode. That's all right. That's we're gonna, fine. We're gonna get through it. Um. Okay. So where was I? My script. Here I am. Oh, Malia L Chicken. These are all from Twitter, you guys. So they're weird Twitter handles. So I'm gonna have you read this first question from Malia. Can I eliminate the mildewy smell from towels? Do you have any tips for preventing orange mold on my shower curtain? Yes. Okay, so those are two. There are two, two questions. So yeah, two questions. So let, I want to talk about the the towel thing first. Okay. Um, the mildewy smell on towels comes almost always from one very specific laundry mistake that's very easy to make, which is using too much laundry detergent. Seriously? Yes. Yes. Almost always when someone comes to me and they say, I take my towels out of the dryer, they smell fresh, I use them once, and then immediately they just start smelling of mildew. And I can't, you know, I can't get more than one use out of it. What is going on with this? Almost always the problem is that that person has used too much laundry detergent. And there's a weird thing about mold and mildew. Mold and mildew needs a couple of things to survive and thrive. And two of those things are food and water. Water, obviously, when you dry yourself off with the towel, the towel is absorbing water. The food part of it is both you, your skin, your body oils, but also soap. And I want you to keep that in mind when I answer the second question because it has to do with the answer to the second question too. Okay. Yeah. So if you have used too much laundry detergent when you're washing your towels, the soap will not fully rinse out. Yes, this makes sense, right? Yeah. And then the towels come out smelling fresh, but the minute you use it once and you introduce moisture back on and you hang it back up, Boom. Wow. You have created, like, you've set, like, the dining table for mold and mildew to develop because you've given, you've given, given it, food. it food and water. Yeah, exactly. So. Well, how do you know? Because I have, you know, different brands and different, you know, they're concentrated and they're not concentrated. Right. And they're like, how do you know what's correct? Right. So I will say this. There, so there, there are two things that happen. And this happens also with gym clothes. So it's like the towels and gym clothes are actually oddly very weirdly similar in the way that they function in terms of laundry. Uh, 
I, I, I also, I'm just going to use this as an excuse to remind you, never, ever, 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 ever wash your towels with your gym clothes. Uh, the, the gym clothes will, like, absorb the lint from the towels, and, and you'll, like, you'll end up just with, like, permanently linty gym clothes. And I can help you fix it, but honestly, it's really a big pain in the ass to fix, so, like, just don't do it. Hmm. Always separate towels. Like, towels should just kind of be washed on their own, or with... Like, sheets are a good thing. Sheets and towels are good to do together. Okay. Um, so, and I'll, and I'll cover that more when I do laundry school in September, which seems like a far way off, but, like, we'll be here in a minute. Um, so, the way – so, there's, there's the, two, the two problems are, first of all, people think that more detergent equals more clean. Like, that seems intuitive, but actually it, the opposite is the, the counterintuitive take – um, it's like the slate take of laundry detergent. Um, and that was a very deep inside media joke. <laughs> and then Lizzie is forgetting. <laughs> Lizzie is like really giggling over. Um, so that's one thing that like it's, it's sort of a natural inclination to think that more laundry detergent equals more clean. The other thing is that detergent manufacturers do not make it easy for you to use the right amount of detergent because, of course, they have a vested interest in having you use too much detergent because if you use too much detergent, you need to buy more. Blah, 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 blah. So what I would say to you in terms of figuring out what um, how much to use is, first of all, don't, don't just rely on the cap and or the scoop. Actually look at the back of the package and read what dosing instructions they give. And then I'm also going to give you one more piece of information that's going to be really helpful for you, which is this. A large load of laundry is six to eight pounds. An extra large is eight to 12. So just so then when they say like a lot for a large load, use this much, you'll be like, what was a large load? Like, yeah. So now I'm telling you, um, so I should weigh, it, weigh my laundry. Well, the thing is, is that you don't have to do it every time. What you what you do is like sort of weigh it once so that you can eyeball. Like, so then you know, like, okay, six towels is 12 pounds. So that's going to be a large load. I'm, a, I'm just, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah, if that's yeah. what it is. No, I'm that just saying. Like, okay, yeah. okay. So that, then then going forward, you kind of know. Um, and that's that's the way to figure out the, the answer to that. Okay, now let's talk about the solution to the mildewy towels. Because we got to triage them back to neutral so then going forward you can use the correct dose of detergent and you won't have the problem going forward so to triage this problem once it's already happened you're going to wash the towels using a half a dose of detergent because remember there's already soap residue hanging out in there we want to get all of that out which means we want to use a half dose of detergent for this one load one load of triage that we're doing and one cup of white vinegar along with it. The white vinegar is going to strip out all of that excess suds. It's also going to kill the bacteria that's that's causing the mold and mildew smell. It's going to kill, kill the mildew, basically. Um, so that, that that's what you're going to do. And then once you've gotten them back up to neutral and they smell fresh and you've gotten the residue out of them, going forward, as a reminder, you know, mind your dosing. And also very important, Never, ever, 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 ever use fabric softener on your towels. Never, Why? ever, ever. Because it creates a coating. So in your gym clothes, it creates a coating that traps bacteria in. On your towels, it does, a, it does, it does that, but it also does something even worse. It creates a coating that makes the towels less absorbent. And the whole 
purpose of a towel is to absorb. So please do not rob your towels of their God-given purpose in life by making them less absorbent. They don't like that. No fabric softener. The vinegar serves as a natural fabric softener. Oh. Yes. Hmm. Dryer balls also help to add the the fluffiness back into the towels. So listen, you're going to sacrifice a a touch of softness in skipping fabric softener. But it's going to be better for the towels. Right. We had towels that are too fluffy and don't actually dry you, I think, maybe because they have fabric. They have fabric softener. Yes. If you ever get a towel that, yeah, that you like, you're like rubbing it on yourself. It's like, this is so soft. But like, my, it is just not drying me in the least. It's because it's got, it's been washed with fabric softener. Mm -hmm. My best friend does this. And every time I go visit him, I just, I just start like screaming in tongues. Like I... And the, and the next time I'm out there, which is going to be in a few weeks, like, I think I'm just going to bring snakes into the house and start snake handling because it makes me so crazy that he does this. Like, I'm like, Matt, I can't get dry. Please. Yeah. Anyway, he doesn't like to listen to me. Okay. One more thing about your towels. You should use your towels three, max four times before you wash them. I know. I, I Yeah. Lizzie's making a face. No. My okay. face was going to lean. I was going to lean into the microphone and say. John. <laughs> I, listen, I don't want to be responsible for marital strife. John is Lizzie's darling husband. Darling husband. D- your darling husband. I love John, you guys. Uh, no marital strife on this program. No marital strife. I've already, no. Wept, I've already wept on the program. Please yeah. don't make me weep again. Um, all right. Let's talk about the orange molds. Yes. That happens in our shower, too. It happens in everybody's shower. The orange mold is not actually mold. It's a bacteria. It's similar to mold and mildew. It is called serratia marcescens. You guys, did you see how I got that right on the first try? Uh, that's that orange stuff. So you can't um, you can't prevent it. Uh, it, it loves uh, water and, and soap. Uh, that's why it's in all of our shower drains and on our shower curtains hmm. and our sink drains, uh, in the toilet. Uh, you know, it, it's just like it's just going to be a, a fact of life in the bathroom. And it grows fast, 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 like way faster than mildew does. So that's why you're like seeing it all the time. And you're like, what do I, how can I get rid of this? So or how, how can I not have this happen? You, you really can't not have it happen. Like I, have it, I clean my bathroom every week. I have it. Because it just grows up fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I did cover this in in both episode one fifty three and one fifty four. Um, so I won't go super 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 into it, but you you can't prevent it, but you can contain it. Uh, on the shower curtain, one thing to do is close the shower curtain after you've used it, so that the folds aren't folded in on themselves, which will trap moisture and encourage the bacterial growth. Um, keep your moisture levels down. We talked in in one fifty four a lot about ways to keep moisture level down in the bathroom. So I won't go into that again. Um, and then, you know, really, honestly, I, you guys are going to hate the sands over clean regularly. Yeah. So that's it. Sorry. I know that's not really fun. Yeah. Uh, let's move right along because we got another question. All right. Um, Claire Tansy. All right. Have you read Claire it? Tansy. Good name, right? Yeah. Funky sink drain remedies. Yeah. I mean, that also sounds like it could be, well, the orange stuff, but also just general funk. Yeah. I mean, drains. They're gross. Can, can definitely take on a funk. And I'll, I'll say I I usually hear this question um, about the kitchen sink, hmm. um, but definitely the bathroom sink. I mean, if you think about like, you know, brushing your teeth and like 
hawking loogies down there every morning and you're using weird face products that probably have a smell and and probably like build up around especially well, and a I lot. shed a lot like if you're a shedder and your hair gets trapped in there yep. does that occlude the yeah things from moving through yeah absolutely so there are all kinds of ways um and reasons that a, the drain in the bathroom might take on a funky smell um the easiest thing to do and the and the gentlest frankly um is to do the old baking soda and vinegar volcano yeah um because that's going to do two things first of all it's going to the the effervescent uh nature of that combo will kind of like kind of slough any any buildup off of the the sides of the drain um the other thing is that both Baking soda and vinegar are odor eliminators. So the combination of the two will also nuke a lot of whatever is causing the bacteria down there. You can dump bleach down there. Some people are all in on bleach. Some people are not. Uh, I would I would actually recommend the baking soda and vinegar over the bleach, but like bleach will work. Yep, sure. Uh, one other thing to suggest is um, using a bottle brush, a small bottle brush. Oh. Um, Maybe in, even in conjunction with either your bleach or your baking soda or vinegar. One thing to remind you guys, never ever mix vinegar and bleach. I know I'm always banging on about bleach and ammonia, but the same rule is also true of vinegar. Don't mix bleach and vinegar. Uh, it's not – it won't create mustard gas the way that the bleach and ammonia will, but it will create fumes because vinegar and ammonia are chemically similar. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so don't don't mix the two. Go go with one or the other. But the bottle brush will also help because whatever is is like built up around the sides, it's probably it's not it's probably not a clog situation. Um, if you have a clog, then you got to snake that drain. Um, it's probably just that there's something that's gotten built up or stuck onto the inside of the drain pipe that's just causing a, an odor. Yeah. So what? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. So for a while, no, our- Lizzie, that <laughs> you may not ask. Well, you me have the, the listener no, yes, question. Of course, of course, of course. So for a while, our laundry had kind of a weird, gross smell to it, all of it, and you had me clean the our washing machine, which we inherited from the previous yes. people who lived in the apartment, yes. with vinegar. Yeah. What is that? like gray schmutz that is <laughs> in a washing machine. And now that I've had one like really disgusting afternoon cleaning it, do I need to do that regularly? Yeah. So the, the gray schmutz is basically um, a buildup of product um, that has kind of sat wet and soapy. So again, you know, setting the, setting the, the dining room table with the formal china for mold and mildew. Um, and then, you know, wa- wastewater um, and, you know, gr- grime from your dirty clothes, yeah. right? I mean, it's sort of a, it's sort of a fetid, cesspooly combo of things um, that's creating that schmutz. And I could not, for a long time, I was just like, why, why does everything smell? And yeah. then I realized it's because we were washing it in smell. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So um, then to answer your question about cleaning the machine, yes, technically speaking, you should regularly wash your washing machine. Once a year is fine. Once a year is fine. With what? Just the same way that that I had you do it. Just like, you know, run run a load of rags with 
white vinegar through and, you know, take an old toothbrush and scrub the compartments. Like, okay. it's not an overly involved affair. Um, if, however, you you more frequently launder heavily soiled laundry, you may want to increase the frequency to two to four times a year. I'm going to give you a very specific group of people, and we know these people. If you are a cloth diaperer. <laughs> If you are my brother. If you are Lizzie's brother. And his wife. I owe you an email, first of all. I am so sorry. You asked me a good question about cloth diapering. Uh, and I I archived it because I, I didn't want to think about diapers. I, I wanted to think about Tinder. <laughs> I'm just in a different phase of life. It's a thing. Um um, but yes, people who cloth diaper, so who are regularly washing poopy diapers uh, need to be washing their washing machine more often. Hmm. That's going to be like a four time a year kind of thing. Okay. So there All you right. go. Yeah. Um, great. Great question, actually. Really, really good question. Thank you. Um, all right. Actually, on that good question, this is a good time for us to oh. take a quick break. So Lizzie and I will be right back with more about your bathroom smells and whatever else comes up uh, and your poopy diapers. Like, <laughs> this is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome back to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I'm Jolie Kerr, and I'm joined by super smeller, Lizzie O'Leary. Hello. We're talking about your bathrooms. <laughs> it makes it sound like you're talking about my bathrooms. No, my bathrooms smell good. Everyone's bathroom. Yeah. My bathroom smells pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I clean it all the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I, I'm I sneak just... into the bathroom that John uses, and I clean it a lot. <laughs> We have two separate bathrooms, which is that, like really the best part of our apartment. Truly, the key to a happy marriage is separate bathroom. My my mother's old old advice. We were at a bridal shower years and years and years ago, and you know, as as happens at bridal showers, said, "Oh, ladies, let's go around the room and everyone get, give your piece of marital advice." Right, and there, you know, it's nice. It's a nice thing to do. Um. And, you know, it was all like that try, like, don't go to bed angry kind of stuff. And blah, but it's all, which, you know, okay, I I don't actually buy that one. And then, at then, all. Yeah, um, but then, you, you know, you mean well, you mean well with the advice or whatever. So, like, you get around, they're all, all the ladies are going around, they're all, they're all being nice. And then they get to my mother and she just deadpans separate bathrooms. And everyone <laughs> started laughing. One, because it was just like her delivery was so funny. But then they're all they're all like joking around. And I finally just like turned to a group of them. I was like, you know, she's not joking, right? Like, and she isn't joking. No. She and my father have literally never ever shared a bathroom, and she swears that it is the secret to their happy marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah. So, anyway, I think there's something to it. Uh, all right, we've got some more. Uh, we've got some questions. Actually, we have a we have a lament. 
Mm. We have a lament uh, from Caroline that I wanted to open the second segment with. I'm going to have you read it. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm going to do like a lamenty tone. Okay. Has anyone ever experienced old pea smell being absorbed into those porous composite material toilet seats via areas of eroded paint slash lacquer? I wiped everything. I wiped down everything, but it lingered. My solution was to replace it. But I still need sympathy. You have my sympathy. Oh, Caroline. Yeah, you have my sympathy. I actually, it was funny because she got a whole bunch of replies from other people being like, yes, like, the, <laughs> it was like the squishy toilets. It was a squishy toilet. Oh, seats. yeah. There was, like a whole, there was like a whole community of people who like. Yeah, my aunt had those. Who like, who like, they like found each other and they all were like, we're all in this together. They're horrifying, right? Like, um, so what I wanted, I wanted to, um. I wanted to use this one so that we could say, Caroline, we have sympathy for you, yeah. my friend. Uh, but also, I wanted to say this, because I don't think people know this. Um, toilet seats. Incredibly easy to replace. Incredibly easy to replace. I don't think people know how easy it is to replace a toilet seat. So incredibly easy. Like, yes. for most, for the most part, you don't even need tools. You literally, like, pop the old one off and with your hand. And on the bottom. Yeah, and then you pop the new one on. And you can buy them very inexpensively. You can buy a really nice one. If you want a new padded one, if you like a padded toilet seat, it's not my toilet seat. It's not my tush. It's your tush. I mean, if theoretically you climbed up on the toilet seat to reach a cockroach and try and whack it with a bottle of shampoo and then the toilet seat went violently sideways and you fell on the floor and the toilet seat broke, it would be an easy thing to replace. Theoretically. Theoretically. If that happened. If that happened yes. to you. Indeed. Um, I moved into, I lived in an apartment, this is like probably about, over a de- about a decade ago. Um, the, the, the toilet seat that I like got when I moved into the apartment didn't actually fit the toilet. Mm. It was too small for the toilet. So yeah, I went and got right. a new toilet seat that fit. So that's another, leads me to this next piece of advice. Measure the toilet before <laughs> you go buy a new toilet seat because they come in different sizes. <laughs> it's not one size fits all. But that's the only that's the only tricky thing to know about replacing a toilet seat. Okay, what about pee smell though? And I and I'm gonna make a sorry, sorry men. Male pee smells worse than female pee. No. Yes. No. Yes, it no. does. It does. No. Nope. You guys send your angry emails about this to Lizzie, not to me. No. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take it. Okay. I don't think it's that it smells worse. I think it's just that it it gets. It, it gets in more places that it's not supposed to be. So how do you make it not smell? Well, you can't. I mean, drink drink water exclusively. Well, I, g- I a, guess I meant not how, how do you make diet. your pee not smell so much, but like... <laughs> how do you clean it up? Yeah. So one of the things that happened... Well, first of all, you know, we've got our old friend Dr. Bronner's, which is great on odor elimination. So that would... If you're having a problem with like a pissy, ba- pissy smelling bathroom... <laughs> Sorry, Lizzie just took a big swig of water now making her laugh. <laughs> um, I would I would actually suggest switching to Dr. Bronner's as your regular bathroom cleaner because it's gonna it's gonna be an odor neutralizer and oh. it's gonna clean, you know. Yeah. So soap with soap and water basically. Um so that's one thing. Another thing that happens is um not so much grout, which grout is porous, but not as porous as caulk is. Caulk, I know, Lizzie can't Lizzie's losing it right now. Go I, ahead and make the joke, Lizzie. No, I'm extremely adult. <laughs> <laughs> you are not. Neither of us are. Um, 
cock listen, cock jokes are bad. We actually made a ton of them last week because we were actually we were talking about cutting out cock. Yeah. Uh, it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> living the dream. Get the exacto knife and just cut it out. Um cock will hold on to pee smells terribly. Yeah, so it will. around the area around the base of the toilet is usually cocked <gasps> in. And so when men pee and they miss and it hits the floor, it gets absorbed into the... Co- yes, I know. Lizzie is a, a mouth agape. Okay, yeah, issues. that's actually fairly mind-blowing. So the um, the solution for cleaning it is, is for, I would say, first try the Dr. Bronner's on a scrub brush and just give it like a good like with Dr. Bronner's and see if that nukes it. If it doesn't nuke it, cut the cock out, recock it. Go back and forth over that cock. Um, all righty. We've got, uh, we actually have a good, this is a good science question. Um, from my pal Lee. Hi, Lee. I like the really sciencey ones. Why do lit matches get rid of poo smell? They don't. They don't? They don't. Mythbusters took this on. Mythbusters took this on. Yep. So gotta give credit to Mythbusters okay. for doing this. All right. So here, here's what, here's what they did on Mythbusters to figure out if this was true or not. Um, they they like got themselves a sealed chamber and a lot of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, they pumped in um, hydrogen sulfide and methyl mercaptan, which are the the odor compounds that you find in poop and in farts. Huh. So they they created like synthetic fart smell and pumped pumped it into the sealed chamber. Um, they they measured. The concentration of the gas, uh, and then before they lit a match, and then after they lit a match, so that they could then determine um, whether the lighting of the match actually affected the concentration of the odor-causing molecules. And what they found was that no, indeed, it did not. It didn't affect it. So they were able to prove that the match smell doesn't get rid of the odor. Hmm. What they also found was that lighting the match, and we, I think we kind of all know this, that lighting the match produces sulfur dioxide. Um, and so what actually is happening when you're lighting the match is that sulfur dioxide is a stronger smell than hydrogen sulfide and methyl mercaptan. So... It's not that it's eliminating the odors. It's that it's putting a stronger odor on top that for most noses masks the smell of the fart and the poo. I would argue that farts and poo smell different, but okay. Well, we're one or the other. Right. Just I, I just, mean, yes, you know. I would argue the same thing. But, but we're, you know, we're, yep, we're yep. yeah. Broad okay. Spectrum. Okay. So now I will also add that in my own experience, and I bet this is going to be true of you too. I do not ever use the match trick because to me, when I do, what I smell is poo and match. Yeah. Because I'm a, I'm not a super smeller, but I'm a, a swell smeller. Yeah. Okay. And you're a super smeller. So I bet to you, it's just like, yeah, no. It doesn't you're adding work. another smell and they're too many smells. The only thing that has ever worked for me is um, my brother gave me as a housewarming gift this thing of very fancy APC post-poo drops. Yes. 
and with like ylang ylang oil in yeah. them. Pre poo the the pre poo. No, well there is the pre poo. Yeah, but this was different. This was post poo. Oh, interesting. Do you I, remember the brand name? It was from it was, a, a, it was from APC. APC. Okay, the, Sorry, they make like fancy sweaters. Yeah, but yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we did get um, we did get a tweet from someone who was like those those poo drops really work. The ones that you put in the toilet before you go. Before. Yeah. Indeed. And I've heard before that they work. And I think, I I mean, I think years ago I did. I, oh, I wrote about it for the hairpin. Yeah. That's how long ago it was. So I'm overdue to talk about the science behind that. I have to dig into the science behind it. Yeah, I would like to know what the. Okay, well, you'll come back and we'll do yeah. the science behind it. Um, perfect. Okay. So um, the last two things that we have um, actually aren't questions. They're, they're tips. Okay. Um, so I'm going to have you read. Uh, actually, I'll just have you read both of them. First is from Leslie Stockton, friend of the show, Leslie Stockton. Not a question, but we have a bowl of activated charcoal in the bathroom at Henry Street, and it really works. Yeah, it does. Tell me more. I So I I love active charcoal. Active charcoal goes by four names, similar names. Active charcoal, activated charcoal, active carbon, activated carbon. All the same thing, just slightly different terms for the same thing. I don't know why it has so many names. Um, I'll look into that too at some point. Um, I think that active charcoal is one of the best odor neutralizers, eliminators out there. Way, way, way better than baking soda when you're talking about fridge. We have odor. one of those little square. Yep. The frigid. The charcoal cube thing. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The frigid. Great. Um, great in bathrooms. You can buy it loose. Uh, you know, you can order it on Amazon. You can buy it in those kind of bricks or, in, or like in the the preformed little cubes that go in your fridge or like in your car. Um, you can buy it loose on Amazon or in um, pet supply stores in the aquarium area because you use them in fish, use it in fish tanks. Oh. Um, it is a great odor eliminator. Just it absorbs odor. So unlike, you know, things like Febreze that just mask odor or matches that mask odor actually absorbs the odors. Yeah. Wow. So it's great. Great stuff. I love, 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 love um, active charcoal. And um, and I loved that tip. And I think Leslie actually knew about active charcoal from me. Um, so Leslie runs the test kitchen for Wirecutter. Oh, okay. And she's been on the show a bunch of times. And she's well, been a great Well, so that's going to involve a lot of smells. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so, like, we are constantly sharing tips back and forth. I've learned, like, so much from her over the years. But I think she actually might have gotten the active, thing, active charcoal thing from me. Hmm. Um, she also may have known it before she met me, in fairness to Leslie. Leslie knows a lot of stuff about a lot of stuff. She's great. Great lady. I love her. Uh, all right. We got one more. Okay. This was like, this was so much. <sighs> this was so much. This is from Rain. Twitter respond today, right? Yeah. Not an odor question, but a warning. Be careful. Leslie. <laughs> Not an odor question, but a warning. Be careful of de-stinker sprays whose droplets fall on tile floors. One of my friends broke her hip when she slipped on a spray slick. Not fun. Not fun. Not fun. Broke a hip. That is... That is serious. A hip. Yeah. And as someone who recently ate it in the New York City subway, falling is awful and scary. Yeah. No bueno. Mm-mm. No bueno at all. I, don't I wonder if it, so, it yeah, was something ca- with a little oil in it. Well, I think it probably was the same kind of the, the drops, poo drops? That, that you have. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, you know, when you were describing it, you said it has 
oil, like yep. essential yep. oils in it. And um, I, I sort of was like, I wonder if it's that I same. Stuff. So just same be stuff. careful with it. Um, Get it in the toilet. Yeah. I mean, I think it's also just like uh, um, it's a good thing to remind people of, especially in bathrooms where we tend to have either tile or natural stone floors, like just to be really, really careful about what you're putting on the floors because you can you can slip so easily. Um, even just a wet floor is very dangerous. You know, ha- please always have a bath mat down. Don't don't skimp on having a bath mat. Um, it's not it's not just so that you don't have to step on your cold tile floor. It's really a safety thing. Yeah. So do do bear in mind your safety concerns when it comes to to uh, the bathroom in particular, where like there is a lot of risk for slip and fall. Don't have a dog who wants to come in and lick wet people the minute they get out of a shower. Also that. Yeah. Yeah. Also that. Actually pretty annoying. Um, We've got a few more minutes. I'm going to have you repeat your amazing luring a dog into the bath advice. Yes. Because Lizzie actually gave this advice on this show and then she gave it on Twitter and like it went viral. People were very excited about it. Uh, So I should credit the like dog rescue group that I'm in on Facebook. This is how I learned it because I have a dog who does not like going in the bath and she gets disgusting and she smells. Right. And actually, I also like I also put two and two together around why you bathe your dog so much more than other people do because it's not. It's not your dog. It's you. It's me. It's because you're because smelling I it I can more. smell yeah. it. Yeah. No, it's yeah. just, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I take peanut butter and, you know, any kind of peanut butter works, but Kong even makes these like like cake decorator tubes of peanut butter where they're very easy to smear. And I smear it around the inside of the tub. And Mara is, that's my dog, is so excited that she will get in and go to town licking the peanut butter on the tub and is distracted enough that I can bathe her. Yeah. And it works fantastically. Yeah. It, it's it's absolutely it's magical. Yeah. And she more or less gets all the peanut butter and off. And she gets you know, it all off. Yeah. It, but... I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, you're going to clean the tub anyway right. after bathing the dog in it. The so like, dog, yeah. Yeah. You know, so. But no, absolute, like, miracle thing. Genius. Yeah. I love it. I love, love, love it. Another thing is, actually, maybe you should try, what do you wash her with? I wash her. Your special doggy shampoo? Uh, of course I do. I mean, Lizzie. I have like hypoallergenic, you. <laughs> you know, oatmeal doggy shampoo. Oh, of course you do. Of course you do. She's, um, she's Dr. delicate skin. Dr. Bronner's is a great doggy uh, shampoo. Yeah. Yeah. Great doggy shampoo. Well, and I yeah. will say, speaking of smells, this past summer, she rolled in something horrible and dead. Yes, and I remember that. you told me to use baking soda and apple cider vinegar. Probably a baking soda. I probably said Dr. Bronner's. Oh, maybe Dr. Bronner's. Yeah. We didn't have that. I really but I made, I made like a baby made like soda, a paste. like a paste. Oh, okay. And yeah, really got it in her fur. Yeah. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. I believe it. She like Definitely. rolled in a carcass. Yeah. I not mean, a great smell. No. Not great. To, to me. She loved it. Yes. Uh, also that. She was happy. Lizzie, not so happy. No. Um, all righty. On that note, on that carcassy note, <laughs> that seems like the right note to end a whole episode about smells. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, no, here, I'll give you one. I'll give you one seasonal one. Oh, good. Okay. My power of smell is so good that if you give me a box of Valentine's Day candy, I can look at it and tell you what filling is inside each thing. Get out of town. 100%. I'm doing this to you. Fine. I'm coming over on Bring Valentine's it. Day. Bring it. <laughs> your first married Valentine's Day. I I'm going to show up. smell your candy. <laughs> I'm going to show up <laughs> at your house. Set yep. the table for three. 
Deal. <laughs> Done. It's fine. I'm so excited about it. All right. So that'll do it for this episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. If you like what you heard today, please consider becoming a patron by going to patreon.com slash ask a clean person and selecting one of the amazing rewards I'm offering to my listeners. I would also love it if you would subscribe on Acast, iTunes, or Spotify. Leave a rating and tell your pals about this weird little thing show that you love so much. And of course, thanks to you, my listeners, for joining me for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.